Hi, welcome to Sweetman Podcast. I'm Simon Sweetman and this is episode 58. Uh, this is a conversation with Lindy Jane Rutherford. She's a, an actor uh, um, and a director. Uh, I guess over the last few years, uh, directing has been the thing. And we talk about that. We talk about her background, her life in the theatre, uh, from growing up on a on a farm and fielding, which isn't what you associate with acting, perhaps, to uh, going through the through the drama school, moving to Wellington, and just immersing herself in the scene. She's done uh, voice work. She's been um, in children's TV. She's done ads. She's done everything you have to do to. Uh, continue a job at acting to 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 live as an actor and not have to do other work uh, on the side. And uh, I first uh, knew who she was, and may- maybe you did too, if you remember that TV show from back in the mid to late 90s called Skits. It was one of the kind of, uh, it was quite a pioneering comedy show. A lot of the people that worked on that, almost everyone that worked on that, um, became some sort of name. Some of them already were, but the, 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 the nobodies, if you like, the novices, the beginners, of which Lindy Jane was one, they all went on to, to careers, to solid careers. Um, so we talk about that. We talk about her um, her various roles in TV and film and, and particularly in theatre. And um, because I don't work in theatre, I, I, I like to go and watch plays, but I've never acted and, and don't really know a whole lot about it. She was very kind in letting me ask some pretty good dumb questions, like how long it takes to rehearse, how people learn lines, how their lines stay in their head, um, how all those sort of dumb questions. So uh, hopefully I asked them on behalf of you, some of the people listening, I certainly asked them for myself as well and we gave the big plug to her um, the show that she's directing called Hand to God which starts on April the 22nd runs through to the 20th of May it uh, features puppetry and uh, it features puppet sex so uh, you know if you if you if, if you've been uh, waiting for something to to um, to get on board with ever since Meet the Feebles, uh, maybe this is for you. It's it's running in conjunction with the Comedy Festival and she promises that it's a, a, a hilarious and amazing piece of work. It's an American play that they just uh, loved and wanted to bring to New Zealand and so they have. And so that starts then. And um, yeah, it was a great conversation to have with her. I thought uh, we, we managed to cover a whole lot of stuff, ask a lot of questions about both acting and directing and, uh, and got got the goods on her timeline what she's done what she's achieved and how she's done it so um gotta thank thank the sponsors that we've got which is tea leaf tea and lafare and yeasty boys if you want to advertise if you want to sponsor an episode or a block of episodes or you want to give a plug to something just get in touch um, via the website off the tracks.co.nz this is me talking to lindy jade rutherford I grew up in friendly fielding. Oh yeah, no, I did know that actually. But when you, I knew you were born there, but did you? Yep. You lived here. Yep. Because yep. um, I don't think many people did that. Yep. No, I went to Kiwi here primary school. Yeah. Um, fielding, we... fielding egg high school. No, no, I didn't go to <laughs> fielding egg. That's my knowledge of fielding. My, yeah. my parents sent me away because I was a bit weird because I liked singing and dancing and yeah. acting and stuff. So I was a bit, um, I was a bit bullied at the at, yeah. the, at the country school. <laughs> yeah, we got so, we got ourselves a reader. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, I like to sing on my own and shit. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> 
um, the kids who um, were made to sing on their own, sometimes they'd cry mm. and I'd do their parts. So um, the kids thought I was a bit strange. So mum and dad decided to send me away to school, um, to secondary school, and I went to Wanganu Girls College. Yeah. 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 And then down to Wellington yep. from there? Yeah, pretty much. So you've, you've been here like over half your life kind yeah, of Yeah, I have now. I'm yeah. a Wellingtonian now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a bit the same. I'm, I've been here since, since the end of high school. Proud Wellingtonian. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So well, what, what was... <laughs> What was happening in fielding for you and what... <laughs> what was clear, happening in fielding for clearly me? Clearly not much for you because they, they, they shipped you out. But what yep, was they, the, didn't, they didn't ship me out. Um, um, for me, I mean, I grew up on a farm. Yeah. So it was a really cool place to grow up because I had an amazing imagination. Yeah. And I think I still do to a certain degree and that's what helps my work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I had I had big open paddocks where I could sing with my Barbie dolls and mm. um, you know um, go nuts. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Um, and so it was it was a great place for me to grow up. Um, and I have very fond memories of, of you know running around like a mad thing and swimming yeah. at the river. And but I think it was that whole imagination, having the having the ability to do whatever I wanted, mm. be as loud as I wanted, and mm, mm, you know mm. go crazy. Yeah. What was um, I mean? Your imagination takes you probably halfway or more towards anything like acting but what what sort of fell into place for you early on that gave you a hint that's where you were going to go well it sounds real cliche but it was that weird thing where it was just always in me you know that that born performance yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it sounds really dumb yeah yeah. but it's actually a fact and my parents you know mum and dad farmers hello yeah um, and sports people as well mum and dad you know dad was a badminton player and all that sort of stuff yeah um and so it was not i mean mum was a bit musical you know she played the piano Mm. or whatever but but it wasn't in the family or anything like that it was just born in me yeah um yeah, and and it just came through, and I did ballet and um, speech and drama, yeah. and and then of course it just it just blossomed when I went to the, uh, secondary school. Yeah. Um, now what I'm going to I mean these days when I say the because I I spent a couple of years of my life there when I was really young, so I'm sort of really just subtracting that the eighties and, and and perhaps into the early nineties. But when I revisited Wanganui in the late nineties because I had friends that lived there. It's got it. Ha, it's got or it had this really great artistic. It did, yeah. And I, I presume it still does. I just haven't been there for a few years, mm, but mm. Um, particularly sort of you know because it's got the fine arts school and stuff. Yeah, so that's right. We yeah. we would go there for a weekend and you'd get introduced to like glass blowers and yeah. potters and mm. painters and and that yeah. that area was just taking off as yeah, I was kind of right. leaving Wanganui. Yeah, right. Um, but there was always you know like very very strong amateur theatre groups, right, very right, strong, right. which um, I got um, heavily involved with at school and then after after school for a couple of years before I went to drama school. Yeah. Um, but Wanganui Amdram was one of the, mo- you know, yeah. one of the most respected amateur <laughs> theatre societies in New Zealand, right. I'll have you yeah, know, yeah, Simon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and... And and I you know I started off there yeah. uh, outside of school yeah. and that's that's where it all began you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and were you a sort of um, were you one of these like mimics that watched films over and over and not really reworked them and not really no I've I am a mimic like yeah, I yeah, am yeah. a mimic I I'm kind of naturally you know if I if, if I go to a different country I start. Speaking, Speaking of that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, but I am naturally, naturally, um, 
a mimic, you know, comedically, I suppose, yeah, you know, yeah, taking yeah. the piss out of people. Yeah. Um, behind their backs, mostly. Um, yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. What, 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 um, what, what, what gets you onto, um, I mean, what, what happens next? I was going to say, what gets you onto the, the stage professionally? And what I know about you and figure it is, is the, or my reference point is the skits show. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is obviously in Wellington. Mm-hmm. And that's, so that's post high school for you. Do you come down here to pursue acting I, as a first and foremost? I or, did. Yeah. I applied for the New Zealand Drama School, yeah. Kari, yeah. Um And I got in. And so I moved to Big City, Wellington. Yeah, yeah. And um, and what's under your belt at that point? Just well, this, when you say this Andrew stuff, what? pile, yeah. a whole massive, massive <laughs> pile of amateur theatre. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and of course at my audition at Toifakari, they said, "Oh, what professional theatre have you seen?" And I was like, "Oh, none." Yeah. Which is kind of hilarious. Yeah. And uh, for me, I think that was the most crazy thing is that I came down here. And then, of course, my mind was blown because mm. I was immediately immersed in Wellington, the yeah, yeah. capital, and the, the-, the professional theatre that I was surrounded by was just like... Whoop. And you're talking, what, early 90s? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was at drama school 1992, 93. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I moved down here in 95, but, um, yeah, I mean, this city is in full swing. Oh, shit, yeah. Uh, yeah. In the early 90s, and when I arrive here, I'm, mm. you know, I'm as a first-year student, blown away by yeah. what we can see and do. And mm-hmm. within, you know, mm-hmm. going to things like, you know, world premieres, obviously, of New Zealand oh, yeah. plays, but, like, big-name people that you've, you yeah. know, studied at school. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. They're actually in the cafe. You, you know, you're in the cafe as yeah. a, you know, teenager having mm-hmm. a cigarette in a long black. It's pretty fun, And trying not yeah. to choke on one of them, if not both of them, and then, like, you know, someone like Winnie Hamara is sitting next to you yeah. just yeah, yeah. reading through his notes, and yeah. then a week later you're at the... You know, first performance of his new play or whatever, like yeah. it, pretty yeah. pretty fun. Yeah. So you, you I imagine you had a, a whole lot of that, particularly because you you fully signed up for it. You know, you, that's your world. Yeah, and absolutely, and and for me, interestingly, I when I was young, I was going back to the mimicry thing. Yeah. I was quite obsessed with. Um, um, all of the comedy shows that were on New Zealand television at the time, yeah. you know, and think um, shows that like Issues and More yeah. Issues and, yeah. and McFarlane Gadsby yeah, yeah. and Billy T. James, yeah, but all of Brett, that, yeah. completely yeah. obsessed and yeah. you know obsessed with all the people that were in it, you know, yeah, yeah. like Rima Tawita and yeah. Alison Wall and um, you know Michelle Hine and and yeah. um, God, you know. Interesting. I listed the women, um, um, you know, Danny Mulheron, um, all of those guys yeah. and. Um, Mark Wright, um, and it's interesting that my first gig out of drama school was a similar show. Yeah, you know, yeah, was, yeah. Was with it, some of the pe- some with of those some people. some of the people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. was what was so crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. So I was thinking about obviously knowing you were coming around for a chat. I was thinking about this because I watched skits when I was in my last years of school, and then um, I probably didn't watch it all the way through. I'm thinking down here, but certainly, like. I mean, I, I loved it. I don't, I don't, people, don't, people don't, admit, don't know yeah. if it's, you know, if it's stood the test of time or not. No, Skip, I have no idea. Those, I haven't watched it recently. Those sorts of things <laughs> don't tend to because they're reacting <laughs> to what's, you know, happening at the time. So certainly, mm. like, politically and mm. stuff, they're, they're out of date. But um, I was just thinking of the talent that was involved in that. Like, almost all of the names that were in the credits have gone on to do, you know, we're all, and, and in, in quite a few cases we're already, already doing things, but, you know, the likes of yourself, um, 
where it's a first real sort of project of yeah. recognition. Yeah. Just about everyone's gone on to and continues to do. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. you mentioned Danny obviously. Yeah. And, and Dave Farnay. Yeah. And yeah. Robbie Mangasiva. That was yeah. Robbie Mangasiva's first gig. Yeah. And um and English was a second language. Right. So yeah, it was yeah. really it was quite difficult for him. Wow, yeah. Um and and Danny Mulheran really wanted to hire him because yeah. he was hot, you yeah. know, and he was perfect for the role. Whereas yeah. um, you know, it it was really difficult for Robbie and now look at him yeah, yeah, yeah. bloody hell yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah I'm very proud to say that I you know played his played his girlfriend and got to kiss quite often so that was what filmed out at Avalon or was no, it done no no we filmed um, the first series of skits was filmed underneath um, some sort of auto repairs part, um, uh, shop <laughs> right. and a car parking right. area <laughs> So at five o'clock we'd have to stop filming because <laughs> yeah. a it was so bloody noisy and yeah. secondly they nearly gassed us with all the yeah, cars yeah, yeah. turning on. <laughs> so it was real poor theatre. Yeah, poor right. theatre. Yeah, yeah. Poor yeah. television. You know, it was real yeah. poor television. Yeah. Um, right. And then of course we got they got more money and da 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 because we broke yeah, ourselves yeah. and we filmed it like t- TV three and places like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's one of, one of the one of the first success stories of TV three, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which they. Um, Capitalised on by doing things like Melody Rules. Yeah. Boom! <laughs> um, so you did, like, I mean, that goes for what, three or four years? Yeah. Five years? Yeah, four yeah, years? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And spin off series like yeah. Telly, Telly Laughs. Yeah. And which was real um, um, taking the piss out of TV yeah. and film. Um, and of course, The Samesis. Oh, yeah, yeah, which yeah. Which was yeah. pretty groundbreaking yeah. stuff in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So you're doing that, and what what else are you doing at the time? Are you. Is, are you like fairly dedicated to that and that only or you well, that was um we were filming we filmed 13 episodes i think in 13 weeks or was it 20 oh, God, i can't it's so long yeah. ago now it was a it was a lot of television yeah we were having to create a shitload of television yeah in a very short amount of time with hardly any money yeah yeah um you know you think about the australian comedy series and you know yeah they have a million dollars yeah, yeah. an episode whereas we had a million dollars for 23 episodes or something yeah, ridiculous yeah. like that i yeah, can't yeah. remember exactly yeah, what yeah. it was but you know you get the yeah, yeah. Um, and it's written on the fly a lot, like because you, you, yes, you, yes. you do it almost doing that, you know, in parts of the show, that Saturday Night Live thing of, ref, you know, of exactly. commenting on. And because it was um, poor television, yeah, yeah. and because it was produced by Dave Gibson, um, we would we would ha- we would find a location and. For, for one skit or two skits that had been, or two sketches that yeah. had been written in a place, like, yeah. say, say a garden. Yeah. So so then the writers would have to write a whole pile yeah, of right. sketches, <laughs> written, right. you know, that, that were, yeah. that were um, set in a garden. The lighting's to, good, we've yeah. got the costumes. So that we could make the most of Just paying, paying yeah. for yeah, the yeah. garden for the day, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right, right, right. Some gems came out of that, but it was yeah. some shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. So, um, and then what, you're doing... When that when a season finishes, you're I'd into, actually do theatre. Yeah. I would actually do theatre. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd you know I'd do a show at Centrepoint Theatre in Palmerston North or at Circa in Wellington or um, yeah, I was always busy. I I always have been. Yeah, I yeah. Been. yeah. I've been real lucky. So, and are you? Um, I mean, you don't have this luxury, I would think. But I was going to say, are you trying to at that point work exclusively in in comedy? I don't imagine you have that luxury, but is that what you're trying to gravitate to? Were you doing comedic roles, hoping that you were, uh, you know? Um, it just it just it did happen like that. I mean, I think 
I was I, I, I was and am naturally funny yeah um, um, but it just yeah it just kind of happened and then I did get branded with the comedy comedy thing which yeah. was a little bit a little bit difficult and negative yeah. being a this sound, this, but this is the truth. Yeah. But being a woman in New Zealand, that yeah. was really difficult. Yeah, being yeah. branded as the oh, that's the comedy chick. It was fine for the guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Dave and Robbie and Danny and all those yeah. guys were able to go and do other stuff. But for me, it was quite difficult. Yeah. Um, but I got through that, and I just carried on, and you know, as you do, and and did theatre and um, did TV in other areas um, eventually, and yeah. So, what do you think of like you must be, uh, you know, the gig. Try to work out how to say this without sounding really trite, but it must be pr- pretty good to see the development of full shows being created for New Zealand women that want to focus on comedy. Yeah, yeah. And and not it's only that, it's really different. It, fe- it feels really yeah. different. Not only that, but actually, like women who have um, don't even necessarily want to do acting, they want to do and are doing stand up comedy, and this becomes an outlet for their writing skills and maybe also for their you know for their delivery because yeah. they've got good delivery they become comic actors yeah. which is yeah. a different thing clearly than a I, stand-up i think they i think that new zealand female comedians are being more supported now yeah and i think that a lot of credit needs to go to people with that did pave the way you know yeah. it, like as always um but it certainly feels like it's changed yeah 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 for the better for yeah. women yeah yeah for you know sure. it's not perfect obviously but it's no, I was going to say, like, if, you know, if I talk to a young, you know... Be good to see more women on seven days, for yeah, example. Yeah, and if I talk to a young female comic, they're going to say that they still it's find still it really it's still tough for them. But, yeah, I'm just thinking, compared to your time doing it, exactly. Mm. So, um, but is there a challenge switching to, like, you know, what, what's your... If you if you feel naturally funny and you've, you've worked in that sort of uh, vein, what happens when you take on... Sort of the dra- the full drama roles, and when do well, they start piling up? Ask anyone in in theatre, and they'll say that the funniest actors are actually the best actors. Yeah. You know, without yeah. that sounds really obvious. Yeah, yeah. But um, you know, sometimes the people who have done comedy will then move to drama and yeah. be really good mm. because it it takes a good. I think it takes a good actor to be a good comic actor of course so um and, yeah you know you, i was get, i'm not holding these people up as the world's greatest actors but you you know the obvious reference points are seeing things like billy Connolly, who well, right. was an outrageous yeah. stand-up comic that's right seeing him do some pretty gritty serious stuff and and at some points in his career robert williams because if you juxtapose yeah, that with, it, with him doing like totally absurd improv stuff yeah. where he's just like oh, completely off the wall mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, well, that's yeah. The thing. yeah. yeah. and I, I mean I know there are better actors than them and, and you know I'm not saying they're like my mm. two favourite actors but it's yeah, just yeah, an yeah. obvious reference point right yeah um, totally. so you just end up working full time in theatre or uh, you're doing jobs on the side what's what's going on um I I've I've been really lucky in that I've done um, a lot of, uh, mostly theatre in my career, yeah. um, but I've done a hell of a lot of telly as well, yeah. um, and a few ads here and yeah. there, and I've yeah. also been a voice artist, which um, I really enjoy, because yeah. you don't have to learn your lines, so that's a real yeah. good start. And you don't um, have to dress up. And you don't have to dress up, put <laughs> bloody makeup on, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, if you're playing a goose yeah. like I've done, cover yourself in white paint. Um, 
Yeah, I guess one of the craziest times as a you know voice artist was of course being part of the Loop Group for the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and going into you know Peter Jackson's um, picture theatre and and uh, seeing seeing half finished cuts where where you know animals and things are drawings on the on the yeah, on the, yeah, on the yeah. screen and going oh my god I'm seeing this before anyone and yeah. and um, yeah creating we had to create the feel of the background, you know. So that right, was really, right. really fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really fun. And, yeah. of course, the, the buzz around Lord of the Rings was so huge mm. that it felt, I felt it was really exciting and I felt very privileged and excited by, you know, that whole experience. I imagine with most of these things you're talking about, you sort of get chucked into them first and then you go, and then you, you work out, I'm, I'm talking about things like... Um, voice overwork yeah. and voice yeah. artistry yeah. Um, and say a musical and I mean obviously that's part of you, uh, mm-hmm. most mm-hmm. most actors mm-hmm. background and stuff but you then do you then sort of get into this process of going well I better actually study this and I better find reference points and influences and people who are good at this or like how do you, you know how, do you know what I mean like how do you develop a, um, a, a style and a working approach as a voice artist Oh well, I guess I guess why I was really lucky in that doing doing like skits and things. I had to create ten different characters every day. Yeah. Um, and so I guess it's versatility in a lot of ways. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know that there are you know voice artists who make a living in America yeah, yeah, with yeah. their one voice yeah. or whatever, yeah. and they have studios in their houses. Yeah, um, yeah. But for me. I I can do such a massive range from yeah. a two year old kid to an eighty year old woman, yeah. um, and various you know various accents. Yeah. Um, that that's how I and that's how I've survived, I guess, um, with my whole career is yeah, yeah. versatile. Yeah, but versatility is a is a thing that you know some people have, but also it's a thing that you work at, right? Like yep. it's something that you nurture and that you you create, you foster. And so I would imagine with the voices, um, you know, apart from creating characters or and, and just plain mucking around, mm-hmm. um, if not for you, for some people, like they have, they get, they have to go away and learn a voice, oh, make absolutely. a voice, create, yeah. you know, create something and, and you get given a brief mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And so you've done that too. Like, mm-hmm. and, and I mean, how, what, I mean, I always remember, um, um, Dustin Hoffman saying that his that's that's how he builds a character as an actor. Mm-hmm. The voice comes first. Yeah, I, I would I would tend to agree. That's that's he that's, finds the actual speaking voice, mm, and through that mm, he mm. you know creates the character. Yeah. And obviously, you yeah. know, again, you can reference just about anything in his body Absolutely. of work to to see how that would be the case. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Every now and then. Um, and I don't know whether it's with myself, but certainly as a director, you know, if you're working with um, young actors or or or, um, or amateur people or um, you know um, people who are having difficulty, professionals have, who are having difficulty finding a character, you know, it's not. I, I play around not only with the voice, yeah. but I also play around with the body and you know walking around and putting weight on different areas of your body and and feeling tension and mm. or, you know putting certain parts of your body forward or and yeah. how does that make you feel and you know it sounds like a, a bit of a drama school exercise yeah. which it absolutely is you know yeah 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 um it's it, and something can come from that you know yeah yeah I don't think I was ever cut out to do it it's not something I've ever tried <laughs> to do um, but if if I ever was going to 
I was put off the concept of it by walking into a, a drama school session at my high school where um, the teacher was calling out, right, today we're all going to be trees. And these kids were all standing there with their arms out. That's and, really uninspiring, isn't it? Yeah. Um, we, <laughs> you know, we're, we're going back 25 years or whatever. But, and then, like, I remember sort of standing at the door sniggering, and then it was like, the, the, he, he left the room and he came back in. He knocked on the door and he was on all fours and he was being a cat. And I was just like, fuck, that's, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I was never signing up for that. No. But I'm definitely not. That, made, that really upsets me because, <laughs> because it can be so... This is, what, this is what I'm getting at. I'm saying, like, I, I'm, it's so I, dumb. That... I, I don't think I've missed my calling. Um, I don't <laughs> think that was that was going to be me or anything. But that was so thoroughly off-putting. Looking into please, the room. Please tell me that that's not really how. No, it and is. that shouldn't be how how drama is in schools. Yeah. And I don't think it is anymore. No, I gonna, I'm, um, I'm sure that there are really bad drama teachers mm. around, just like anything. But it should be really exciting. And again, it goes back to that imagination thing and that, that playing thing. You know, us as adults, we don't play enough. Yeah, we just yeah. don't let our imagination run wild and yeah. just go go nuts with our imagination. I feel like society stops us from doing that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. when you're in these early years, are you just, I mean, you're saying you're doing the voice stuff, but are you just acting or are you already yes. experimenting with writing and directing? And I, I trained to be an actor. Yeah. So that's what you're doing. Yes, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I worked as an actor for, God, I don't know, uh, 15 years or something. Um, early on in my career, Alison Quigan, who of now of Shorten Street fame, yeah. um, she's also an incredible actor and director. Um, she, oh, more wine, thank yeah. you. Um, she saw me when I was working with her as an actor. She said to me, you should direct. And even at drama school, Stuart Devaney said to me, of course you are going to direct, aren't you, Lindy Jane? Yeah. Um, and it hadn't even occurred to me. But I think, and I, ironically, I say that to act, actors mm. every now and then. I, I kind of say, you, are, you haven't, haven't director's brain. Because you, as an actor, you're working it out for everybody and you're telling everyone else how we can work this out and make yeah. it better. Um, so, so, so my mentors early on were kind of going, um, you, you yeah, should yeah. probably look at directing. Yeah. And I just kind of ignored it for a while because I had a really successful uh, career as an actor. And then um, someone asked, oh, Alison Quigan asked me to direct a play at Centrepoint Theatre. Um, and it was Kiwi Fruits. It was a New Zealand play. It was really cool. It was really it was really great. And it was had, had men dressing up as women and all, the, yeah. all sorts of crazy stuff like that. <laughs> and men in heels, um, lip syncing. And... The first review, it was my very first play that I had directed, and the first review came out in the local paper, the big local paper, the mm. Evening Standard, the Manawatu Evening yeah. Standard, and the headline was, Kiwi Fruits a Lemon. <laughs> and it basically just slated it. And But what was so devastating was that the, the end of the review didn't tell the truth. Mm. It said that the audience was embarrassed, and the audience... Was embarrassed with their end, you know, end of um, show applause, but in actual fact, my memory of it was that the audience was yelling yeah. more, more, more. Just not this one person that wrote that, and then they supplied their own backup. It was pretty them. bloody yeah. horrific. Yeah. Um, really horrific, and mm. the show didn't do very well, and I just kind of went, oh well. That's do you that have thing. like a kind of do they day? Yeah, you know, pretty much until show. Pretty much, I, I was yeah. going out with a lawyer at the time, and we yeah. just sent the sent the cast and crew a massive box of doits or something. Yeah, because it was like, oh, well, what else can we do? Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. so they would just drink toits every night after the show and be like, well, this is fun, not. But, but it, it wasn't a bad show. It was yeah. a great show, yeah. and but it was pretty devastating to get that response. So, it's my first response. I, I did want to talk to you about this because obviously you're on one side of the fence and I'm on the other yes, as, as yes. someone who, do, who does reviews, not, not often of theatre, but occasionally. Um, and I'm not claiming to be any expert there, but, uh, you know, I'm, like any sort of amateur, I'll have a look at it kind of thing. Mm. Um, but I, I, I was interested to talk to you about your response to reviews because, you know, I mostly do, have done music stuff. I've done a little bit of other stuff. But, you know, when a, when a, when a musical gig happens and I write a review of it, well, like, you know, who, in, in a way, who cares? Like, the performance is a one-off. It's done. Even if I say it was dreadful, mm. and usually, usually, brackets, Robbie Williams doesn't come back to haunt me, but, <laughs> um, usually, but with a theatre thing, like, it can really fuck things up, right? You've got mm. a, you, you, you know, you usually have a two or three night run, mm. bare minimum, you know, and often a season is a lot longer than that. The mm. sorts of uh, work you're doing is like month-long stuff, quite yeah. often, three, five usually weeks. four to five weeks. Yes, yeah. yeah. Season. So, what does it what do they mean to you do you read them still like do um, you do you have to read them I would imagine they come across they go under your nose anyway whether you want to or not these days like you can't th- really avoid them I think it was Laurence Olivier I think it was Laurence Olivier forgive me everyone if I've misquoted him but um, he said something like um, you know if you believe the good ones you've got to believe yeah, the bad ones yeah. and I and, and even though some people will also say People say they don't read them, but they really do. Yeah. I I now I now don't mm. read reviews mm. um, because I've been doing this for a very long time, and I do it to the best of my ability. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, I create You've got really faith in it. Yeah. I've got you know I create really good theatre. Yeah. I know I do. Yeah. Um, and and I can't I can't of course I. Of course, I'm not going to create anything that's perfect because yeah. nothing ever is, yeah. and some things are not to everyone's taste, um, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And some things might go wrong on the night that that yeah. person saw them, or that you know they couldn't find a park and they got wet in the rain, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. But it, I've had a long experience of reviews, and I just got bored with with yeah. reading them really, and just thought, you know what, I can do this without worrying about that. But if you're directing a play which you are doing frequently yep. these days, if it gets a bad review and you've got a long season and that is going to potentially affect it, even if you don't acknowledge the review by reading it, I would imagine news of it comes to you. Yes. So someone yep. says to you, someone else involved yep. uh, in your life or in the theatre mm. says, jeez, yep. have you seen blah, blah, blah? And you say, no, no, I haven't. And mm. they go it's quite bad or it's really bad do you then seek it out or do you just carry on and go oh well, um, I, th- I think we're on the right track and hopefully we can you know I you do you do hear I mean I I haven't had a bad one for a very long time touch massive chunks of wood here <laughs> yeah because I'm about to open a show um <laughs> so so but but you do you do just hear you yeah. just do hear yeah. you know everyone talks That's about it you can't avoid it no no and yeah. and certainly if it's really good you hear and if it's really bad you hear yeah. you know yeah um, and if it's in the middle no one says anything yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah well yeah, pretty, yeah, much, pretty much you know yeah, yeah. um yeah that's that's pretty much how I feel um yeah. 
and I decide I decided that after after getting a bad review when I knew that that review was so wrong. Yeah. So and especially because I was working with young people, young women, mm. and I'd built them up to a point where um, they were extraordinary, they were hilarious, they were ugly, they were f- f- just so so good. Yeah. And these this man just of course didn't get it, and it was like and I. I was re- I was profoundly yeah. affected by it yeah. because these women were so young, yeah. and they and I had created an amazing experience for them, and I had built them up so much, and the audience was so like, oh my god, this is amazing, mm. and then for them to all be like excited to open the paper, and then yeah. this guy slams them, and me, yeah. I that's that's when I and because I was so affected by it. I went, oh, I don't need that. Jesus, I've got enough to worry about. Mm, mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm, mm. yeah. So what about when you're an actor, like when you personally are an actor mm-hmm. and you're in something, have you had the awful thing? Well, I'm imagining it's awful. I don't think as a reviewer of theatre, I've done this to anyone, but I have read theatre reviews where a, a, a particular actor or one or two actors gets singled, you know, gets called out uh, I guess negatively, rather mm. than getting a rave notice. Mm, 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 mm. Can, you, can you kind of speak to that? Have you been around that? Has that happened to you, or have you, as someone in a work that you've been in, been really dealt to? Um, yeah, I suppose so. I so mean, it sounds like I'm. So. This, this is not. Supposed to, <laughs> this is not. I'm just aware. This You're is being not, so provocative. So, well, this is not supposed to sound like my idea of torture porn or something. Which, Thinking. Let's talk about all my bad reviews, shall we? <laughs> Just it's, let me have some more is, wine. <laughs> this is neither supposed to be therapy for you nor torture porn for me, but it's just I just but feel like course, it's an interesting. Of course, of yeah. course. But what's so stupid is that you know I had a review in Auckland where they called me frumpy, you know, and and you know it's, it was so Auckland. But you just go, oh, for God's sake, you know, well, don't look at my acting, will you? Just call me frumpy because I'm not yeah. an Auckland size <laughs> five or whatever it is. Um, you know. Well, you there's know, that blurring. There is that like, blurring too of the actor becoming, you know, the, mm. the actor becoming the character, and so you, you, I, I would imagine, uh, you know, a criticism of a character could, could be by a, a novice or thin-skinned actor mm. just be taken as a. Oh, and total, people can. Yeah. People can, and that's why I'm like, Meh. yeah. Um, I have seen people be really affected by them, just like myself, yeah. and 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 especially if other people do get mentioned hugely, and you don't. And you think, yeah, and you go, oh. that was the other. That was my next. Was my next little needle that I was going to. Well, you've out. had a yeah. you know, I you know, well, yeah. I had a director once call me because I I can't even remember what the reviewer said, but I had a director call me and just go, I'm, just so you know that I asked you to do that, I asked you to do those things, so right. you know, don't yeah. worry, and it's right, don't yeah. worry about it, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah, but of course now we've got social yeah. media, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, or or com- the comment section. Yes. <sighs> you know. <laughs> You know? Yeah. So, heaven forbid, the world has opened up for lots of negativity for people who put themselves out there. At the same time, I imagine, like, for theatre, again, that's particularly great, can be particularly great to, on opening night, even whether you follow it yourself or not, yep. be made aware that actually people are walking, and you, you see it in the theatre as a, as a, you know, an audience member, you see people who are blown away by something and then they pick up their phones and you know what they're doing mm. you, you, do, you know they're sending out 
their little missive to the world, their 140 characters, or they've snapped a photo, and they're doing a big, mm, mm, mm. you know, spiel about it, and yeah. going, this is just, you know... Well, yeah, and it's it can be super duper positive. Yeah. Um, for getting the word out there for something that's really yeah. great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. So, okay, so where are we at in your timeline? So we're back to we're sort of getting towards two thousand, I reckon. We're in the in, yeah. the in the mid to late nineties. You're doing a bunch of shows. You've skits wraps up. Mm. What happens there? It runs its course. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it, yeah. Did, it did yeah. exceptionally well to get as far as it got. Basically, yeah, it would did. be my read on it. It did. Uh, it did for, for back then. Like, well, yeah. Or even for Four now. series, for exactly, God's sake. Exactly. I mean, that was unheard yeah, yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. It's still, it's actually unheard of now. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, that's what like thinking. what's what's had four series? Outrageous Fortune or something? Yeah. That's probably yeah. the only place. Yeah, yeah. Seven days of Outrageous <laughs> yeah. Fortune. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Things yeah. like that. Yeah, Country yeah. calendars had four thousand and four. That's quality stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Those uh, those four legged actors on that really <laughs> good. They always always get good reviews. Always hit their marks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, oh, and Lord of the Rings. So that's that's sort of yeah. late nineties, early two thousands mm, as well. Doing mm. that sort of stuff. I was on what now TV? Yeah, UN TV. Um, yeah. that was a really really fun time was that of my life. When it was live or no, that was um that was actually different to what now right it was actually uh shot um here at avalon um yeah. and it was called wntv and it was on in the afternoons after school oh, right. yeah, yeah. um yeah. and that was choice that was really really a very happy time in all of our lives um and it was one of the most popular children's tv shows ever in yeah. the history of new zealand yeah um and um it was fun because i got to my husband to be was in and in series as well as um, good friend Anna Kennedy and um, yeah was yeah. and Cohen Holloway. Yeah. Cohen yeah. Holloway was um, on that until he was fired because he uh, he did a beer commercial. Right, and right. of course, as a, yeah, yeah. We, as, a, as a slight conflict of interest. Yes, you're not allowed to portray <laughs> yeah. a children's yes idol or icon or or a, yeah, yeah. a children's whatever example yeah. or whatever yeah, yeah, and yeah. be on the beer commercial so that was yeah. really awful that yeah. was so awful yeah um yeah and he didn't do it for that he did that because he's a you know struggling well yeah to try to get this a job was yeah, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. really it was really awful yeah it was like, I bet. Oh, shit, I bet. that's just terrible I bet. um yeah and pip hall um was involved yeah. um yeah uh, all these uh names and there must be so many in your life and career that you, you know you work together, mm. uh, or either nearly all the time, mm. or not for ages. But then again, you meet mm. up. Like, and that's what's really yeah. crazy and awesome about um, our industry is that you do cross paths with yeah. people all the time. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. you you end a gig, yeah. and it's never goodbye because yeah, it's yeah. it's like next thing you're in the next rehearsal yeah. straight away yeah. together. Yeah, or two or, years or down the track, you go exactly. and you're like, oh my yeah. god. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what is the what in Wellington, which is where you've primarily like lived and worked out of? What is the sort of um, attitude around competition? You know, with these friends that are actors. You know, like you, you're fighting for the same roles in some cases, and uh, there's a finite amount of work. Um, does that get tricky? No. Not in Wellington. I think I think people talked about that in Auckland, but I think um, so many Wellingtonians have moved to Auckland now. It's kind of the vibe is a little bit more friendly. Yeah. Um, um, but for me, it's you all. You know, it's hilarious. You go to an audition at it. You know, 
out of Miramar and, and you're sitting in the in the room, you know, looking at your lines or whatever, filling yeah. out your measurements and um, <laughs> confidentiality form. Yeah. And, um, you know, every person that you saw at the last audition walks in and out and, you know, it's like, yeah. ah, hi, babe, you know. Yeah, and yeah. and it's, and it's, and it, everyone knows that it's like, yeah. <laughs> I'll get this one, you'll get the next one. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not, no, every, and everyone's friends. I mean that yeah. sounds real jolly, but yeah. it's true. Everyone is. We're all mates, and we're yeah. all we're all in it together. You know. Yeah. The the, the th one thing I mentioned to you briefly uh, before we started recording, I said I wanted to talk about was um, the I guess handling rejection, um, mm. getting turned down. Uh, we've we've covered this kind of review thing for now. I'm sure that'll come back up because I'm, I'm I can't help myself. But um, the you know like ha handling sort of rejection of the sense of missing out on something, um, and I the you know sort of identified that you've you kind of come at it from two different angles. Like you've got the directing situation where you could possibly be the bearer of bad news, mm -hmm. but you've. Obviously, I would imagine being on the receiving end of it mm. as an actor. Yeah. Um, so how do you handle that in both of those cases? And have you had some really bad experiences dealing with people around that? Um, it's part of the gig, yeah. you know, like rejection but is part of the gig. But what prepares you for that? They tell you that at drama school, I imagine, and, mm. but they tell you it in a sentence and you can't quite understand it until it happens. Yeah, well, nine times out of ten, it's fine. Yeah. Like, you don't get the gig, and you never yeah. hear. Yeah. Like, like, mostly, you never... No one ever tells yeah. you you haven't. Yeah, yeah. Um, Just a bit like sending CVs out for yeah, exactly, other jobs. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, no, but you probably... You may well have spent five hours learning your bloody lines, though, yeah, for yeah. the audition, or war, yeah, whatever, yeah. for television. And you... Weirdly, New Zealand is one of the only countries where you have to learn your lines for auditions. Right. For television and yeah. film. Um, in America, if you do that, you get paid. Just so you know. Um, but for me, nine times out of ten, it's like, a, what, I am, whatever, I, whatever. Yeah. Um, oh, that's, that person got there. Oh, great, cool, awesome. Yeah. Um, every now and then, the one time out of ten where you did really want it, it does yeah. hurt. It, yeah. does, it does hurt. And especially if you think you're going to get it. Yeah. I mean, that sounds really up, my, up yourself. But... But sometimes you do, or you reject, or you just really want it. You just well, really want it. You know. I imagine there's this thing too, like, say for you, and well, for a lot of actors, but you know, even if it, you know, there's pet projects and there's things mm -hmm. you see yourself in. But also the other side of that is you just need to work. Yeah. So like well, sometimes, right. sometimes it's like you can walk away from that afterwards and go, you know, okay, whatever. Maybe I didn't even really want to do that mm. artistically, mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. But you know. We all learn to compromise when, you know, on yeah. that artistic integrity when it's, mm -hmm. you know, the the other side of it is a guaranteed paycheck. So if that's that's exactly right. Yeah. So there could be those massive, big paying yeah. supermarket commercials. Yeah. Um, so those series series where yeah. there are series if you're yeah. in a family that runs for, you know, whatever. Um, um, so there's yeah, you're right. There is that as well. If it's a massive, massive yeah. paying ad or something, mm. then it's yeah, yeah. like Shh. or or just a time in your life where you need even a not so massively paid but you just need mm. that yeah you know yeah that prop up or there's that play that you've always wanted to do or that role yeah. that you just go oh my god i've yeah. always wanted to do that and yeah, then yeah. audition and then it's like oh rah, rah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what 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 um what's left for you as an act as an act you still you still do it you still yeah. act yeah you know you do a lot of directing and we'll talk about that in a minute but you know you're you're i 
what I understand is you're by no stretch retired as an actor. No, not um, at all. But what gets you out there trying to act? Do you wait for the right role? Do you wait for someone to approach you for a role in theatre? Do you can you be that little bit choosy, or uh, um, are, are there things that you're? I am so busy. I'm so busy now um, that I I can be a little choosy. Uh, but but, I'm, but but in saying that, I usually say no. I usually say yes to everything. Yeah. I don't often say no to much. Um, it's just if I've committed to something, I don't usually pull out, even though that's just recently happened. Because yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So I I guess as far as being an actor now is concerned it is just about waiting to get roles offered to me in theatre which happens every now and then Um, and in television and film I get auditions just like any other actor and sometimes I get them and sometimes I don't yeah yeah Yeah. and so let's turn to the directing work and the sort of the decision to do it. So you, you say, you, you know, people have identified this in you previously, mm-hmm. they've sort of mm-hmm. talked about the concept of it with you, but what is the trigger and what is is the first experience so good that you stick with it? Or, I mean, you talked about that bad Yeah, the very <laughs> first so, experience. But, but mm-hmm. you, you, mm-hmm. You, you did say you had the confidence that, you know, mm-hmm. it would... Yeah, you know, this is not shit. Well, it took a long time to have the... Or do you lick your wounds from that one for a little bit and then try again? Well, I, like... well, I didn't try again after that one. Yeah. I kind of went, oh, well, that, that's that then. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, just as well I'm an actor. Yeah, 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 yeah pretty okay. much. Yeah, yeah. And then someone, Louise Proudfoot, asked me to do her comedy. Um, she'd written it, her comedy in the French Festival, and it got a, it was on a bat, and it was, and I directed it. Yeah. Because she'd seen Kiwi Fruits yeah. in Palmerston North. Yeah. And so she wanted me to direct her show. And it went off, sold out, you know. Um, people were clambering all over themselves in the audience at, to get into the, um, and to see it at Bats um, during the Fringe. And it just, from that point on, my directing career went off, I guess. I then directed Love Puke, um, you know, yeah. which won me um, Most Promising Director of the Year. Um, that was on at Bats, and I did Shaggy Dog Story and Palmy, and Vidu and Palmy, and then it just went, it just, it just, it's just gone off. Yeah, now yeah. I'm di- just directing all the time, um, so, and big national tours, and in Australia, and yeah. I, I might be being a bit naive here and playing to a, a sort of a TV stereotype that I've seen, but I would have, I'm imagining that, like, in some cases, you know, the, the old seasoned director that just directs, and gives advice and is stirred or whatever um, the caricature is is someone who some actors can't relate to because even if they did act they did it so long ago but you're young enough for people to know your work you're still acting Mm -hmm. that must work very well for you like obviously you have the immediate sympathy as god i've been put in some dumb situations and told to act this way when it's gone against my instinct or, or whatever yeah. but you when you're conveying that to someone you have not only that experience for you to draw on but they're probably aware of it too yeah yeah I think I think you're right and I I I'm really glad like, you understood what I was saying I know I totally yeah. did yeah. I totally Good. did Good. Um, um, I I think that being an actor 
it has really helped me as a director. Yeah. I don't I, I don't think it necessarily helps. I don't think every actor can be a director, no. and I don't think every director yeah, can be yeah, an actor. Yeah. Um, Nor do they have to. Yeah, that. exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I firmly believe that because I've had so much and such a wide range of acting work, I do bring a real knowledge and a toolkit, yeah. um, <laughs> a toolkit um, to help other people. And you know, I I, I understand. Yeah. I, a massive thing for me is I understand what actors need and when. You know, like I know that because it's actors who are putting themselves out there. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's yeah. the thing. They're the ones that everyone's looking at. They're the ones that get criticised. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, on every level, they're they're acting the way they look. You know, everything. Um, so I know how to prepare an actor as well as guiding them through um, what how we need to create an awesome show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so tell me about the 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 connection with Circa Theatre, mm. like how um, how that has evolved, come about and evolved for you. So when do you first, for example, when do you first take the stage there? Um. Um, you mean um, from 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 where to go in a, in a yeah, one yeah, show? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, well, no, no, no. I mean, from my you, your journey. Uh, I want to concentrate on your your journey with Circa Theatre. I think I did my first show at Circa in nineteen ninety five. Right. I um, was in Masterclass, um, which starred Ellie Smith, and yeah. it was about Maria Callas, the yeah. opera singer, and it was directed by Colin McColl and designed by Tony Rabbit. Um, all of all of whom are very famous, and of course, it starred. Jenny Wollerman, who is a famous New Zealand opera singer. Um, it was pretty bloody thrilling for me. Yeah, it was yeah, pretty yeah, bloody... And the, the, you know, the that's, a big, that's a big ticket offer. It right? was like, real yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. real good. Yeah. It was like, and it was my first professional outing as an actor in mm. Wellington. Mm. Um, um, and, it, it, and it was because Circa had moved from Alpha Street to the waterfront, and so it was a real flash yeah. theatre at that yeah, point. Yeah. You know, now we're talking 25 years ago, whatever it is. Um, and so yeah, it was real. It was a real thrill, and I, and I was real nervous on opening night. Um, and I had to sing opera and stuff as well as act, uh, and wear a short skirt. Um, and that's where it all began at Circa, and it just I just kept getting roles. Not all the time. Yeah. Not all the time. Yeah, yeah. It was like and once or to once a year, or you know, every, yeah, just yeah, yeah, every yeah. now and then. Yeah. Um, um, sometimes more. Sometimes yeah, less. Exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Exactly for the roles and that suited me or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, um, and you're also off, obviously, doing stuff elsewhere yeah, because no yeah. one survives off one. Yeah, role absolutely. Yet. Doing yeah. telly, or um, yeah. I, I did a lot of work at Centrepoint Theatre in Palmerston North because, of course, it was great because my family, of course, are a field could drive the tractor there. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, um, so that was really neat because uh, you know, mum and dad and all their mates would come and support in Palmerston yeah. North. Um, so yeah, look at, look at our weird child we sent away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's done something good. Good job with we sent yeah, yeah, yeah. her away. Take all the credit. Yeah, for yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. We supported her weird, <laughs> weird interests. Yeah yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So that's where it all began at Circa, and it just kind of. Um, uh, kind you've of, just not, not. You've never been away from there in that sense. Like no, you've, no, you've always. No had an offer of work or whatever mm, mm. so because what I'm getting at is I mean you're one of the people I sort of identify with as being I guess a circus stalwart and you mm. very much are because you mm. have an active role mm, mm. working there on the on the mm. board helping mm. decide mm. Mm. what mm. plays there yeah yeah but that, how long have you been in that sort of role I think that's, I'm 
I've been in the circuit council, I think, for like three years or something. Yeah. It could even be four now. Time goes yeah. so fast at our age. And I've um, seen you in a bunch of stuff there over the years as, oh, as yeah. an actor. Yeah. So, what I, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, for me personally, you're one of the people I think, well, you know, if I, if I don't know what I'm going to see, which isn't that often, but if, I, if someone invites me along to something or whatever and I haven't really, you know, I check the program and I'm, you know, yours is a name that I figure I'm going to see kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Well, it was really cool because, um, you know, Ray Henwood, who um, yeah. we talked about earlier yeah, um, yeah. before we um, started recording, um, he um, is now either in his late 70s or <laughs> early 80s. We see we're going to say his age in yeah, case yeah. we grossly offend him. Yeah. Um, but he's getting on a bit. Um, and most people know, um, oh, well, people who know theatre know Ray Henwood. Yeah, of course. Welsh. Welshman, um, and he, it was amazing being asked to be and on the circuit council by him. You know, yeah, 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 he's the founder of the... He is the founder of the of circuit theatre, yeah. and he is like I iconic have, New Zealand yes. theatre royalty. I interviewed him, but it was about, probably about 10 years ago now, yeah. that I talked to him, and we had a, we sat in the foyer at Circa, and we had what I thought was a really... It was, a print, you know, for a print interview, and we had a really lovely chat, and I caught him... I imagine he's like this anyway. Yes. But, and, you know, the best thing you can do in an interview situation <coughs> is interview an actor about themselves. They're not going to be short of words. But <laughs> he was just basking in the history of Circa. It was yeah. so cool. Yeah, like, he would. Yeah, he yeah. would. He would. And we were sort of threading his personal story yeah. into that, of course, but he was, he did such a great job of being this absolute advocate for, I would say, number one, the theatre, and then number two, that theatre, yeah. and then number three, himself as someone who operates in both of those worlds. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's cool. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He is, um, yeah, he, he's amazing, and yeah. he's an absolute delight. Yeah. Um, and as I said, it was so amazing to sit in that conservatory at Circa and mm. be asked to be on the Circa Council mm. by him. Mm. You know, and mm. when I said yes, that's he like grabbed... A that's a badge. It yeah. was total badge. That's exactly, yeah. exactly what it felt like. Yeah. And, you know, and when I said yes, he grabbed my arms. Yeah. Both, you know, both of my arms yeah. and looked me in the eye with tears in his eyes. You yeah. know, that's how much Circa means to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And, you know, I, I, I feel like, I mean, I know one or two of the people that have been involved in, in Circa a little bit, and I feel like it's in pretty good hands. Mm. Like, all of the people there, I mean, I, I mean, I imagine most theatres this is the case, because, you, you know, even the people who are making an okay wage out of doing this sort of job, they're not in it for the money, right? No, you can't be. You can't be, exactly. Not in New Zealand, no, anyway. you can't be. <laughs> Well, probably not anywhere in the world. Yeah, that's what I mean, like, because the more successful the theatre, the higher the overheads and, you know, whatever. That's so, right, you know, like that's right. In terms of... A, and, and more is expected of you. Yeah, that's right, the higher the expectation. Yeah, from, the, from your funders the, and your sponsors the more, and your city. Um, yeah. The more dismal it is if, if something does disappoint, mm. all of that. So, mm. you know, I would say it's no one's safe, right? So yeah. Yeah. Um, everyone's in it for hopefully the right reason mm. first off. Mm. Um so you you but you're able to go away and do stuff in other theatres. Yeah, you don't you don't have any sort of like uh, agreement. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. I am an artistic. The people on the circuit council are mostly yeah. people who are 
theatre makers. Yeah. Um, we have a number of lawyers um, and people who are, um, you know, a couple of administrators, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, arts administrators yeah. Or, yeah. or people who like to raise money or, yeah. you know, um, um, but mostly people on the Super Council are people who are theatre makers and um, it makes it really interesting when we are um, deciding what plays to do, who should do them, um, and all of this comes from people pitching to do their work, to mm. do their work at Circa, and that has opened up um, to anyone in New Zealand with a professional background mm. who mm. wants to do something at Circa. Mm. Um, and so it's a really, really um, wide open, a welcoming theatre in that regard, and yeah. that that anyone can pitch, yeah, you know, yeah. and. Um, and I think that um, Circa has has it, the, all the the amazing um, work that we do is so eclectic as well because yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got all sorts of people pitching now. It's really exciting. Yeah. Really yeah. exciting. Yeah. Um, my so what's the what's the process like for putting something on there? Like you're you're about to, you know, this podcast will will hit as an ad and subsets for your show mm -hmm. so we'll give it the full plug at the end but you're about to release something mm -hmm. so you're how far out from the show going on stage does the work begin um well i pitched this show it must have been like may june last year when yeah. when when um all of the pictures had to be in so this is an overseas show that yes, obviously off. already exists yes, and, and yes. you you've seen it or whatever mm -hmm. it comes yes. to your attention yeah. and you go wow we want to do that Yep. So you pitch it. Yeah, I pitch it. So what that means is I sent in a script and the readers read it yeah. <laughs> and then I passed it on to the rest of the circuit council to read mm. um, because it interested the, um, interested the uh, readers. Yeah. Um, and, then, um, and then I got invited to pitch yeah. in person. Yeah. Um, uh, I wasn't actually able to pitch myself because I was overseas on a tour um and so my producer um pitched it and it was accepted and and then so then i had so to cast gets, and and it gets scheduled for yeah and it's and work starts immediately really yeah, because yeah, yeah. you have to cast you also have to get images and all of that marketing, sort of stuff yeah for marketing yeah and and you know the world we live in now is yeah, just yeah, so yeah. full-on as far, far as marketing is concerned yeah, yeah. everything has to be so slick and thought of you know everything has to be thought through so meticulously, right from that point, from you know. So it's a bit of a year. But yeah, it, for well, most, for yeah, most. I would Obviously, say there'd be the odd thing. Months, that, yeah, there's least. the odd thing that gets whisked through. Yeah. Because it's and if you want really good actors too, before, you know, whatever. It's some of them, you know, yeah. might you've got to wait for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you've got to, all these schedules need to get juggled. Exactly. Exactly. So that, and then, so it, it makes the program. You know what it's going to be. Um, you've got your marketing kind of together yeah. uh, and as much as you ha need um, a few months out and then how long do you, does it typically go for like a month long season how long do you get to rehearse five weeks four weeks um, for just in the rehearsal room and then a week in, in the theatre and the cast are obviously coming to that having done their own you know, oh, absolutely. Lives, their own. And, so they've spent whatever like, and with this show yeah. in particular hand to god yeah I have a lead boy, a lead man, who, I say boy because he's a, like in early 20s, and he's playing like a 17-year-old. Um, he has to learn puppetry skills. 
because this play is about a puppet who gets possessed on his arm. Yeah. And so, in essence, this actor has to play two characters. Yes, yeah, So yeah. he started working with the um, makeshift puppet, yeah. if you will, or the yeah. puppet that we made for the marketing photograph yeah, yeah, six yeah. months ago. Um, he started working with that, you know, a number of months ago, yeah. just to start to get friendly with, yeah. his, with this puppet, yeah, yeah, you know? Right. to form a relationship mm, with it. Exactly, well exactly. And yeah, because yeah. he's not a puppeteer yes, by trade, right. yeah, yeah. he's just, he, not just an actor, but he's just yeah. an actor, yeah. he, 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 he's he won't had, be after this. He's had, no way, oh my God, <laughs> yeah. no. He's yeah. going to be a puppet master. Yeah, he's going to be a double threat. He already, he already <laughs> is actually yeah. a puppet master, yeah. I would say, heading, heading towards that way. Yeah. With the work that he's done yeah. so so yeah some actors more so than others you know have to do the work early because i'm um i guess i gravitate to this give me some rehearsal horror stories around not this particular <laughs> one which you're just holy shit no no but just like uh, have you directly been involved in something where you're like we're not going to make it like this is not together or is well, that every is that every play no, at some no, level? No, 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 no. I imagine for you, it's I, not for what you were dealing with. I now. and I, as a director, I am really, really hardcore with working super hard, especially in the beginning. Yeah. Like working like bastards. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I I have rehearsals from ten till five, yeah. whereas most other people do it from ten till three or ten till four. Yeah. I know that sounds really dumb and weird and yeah. dicky, but and sounds really like I'm trying to say something that's not that important, but. We, I believe in working super hard, super hard, super hard, super hard, so that you can then take a breath. Yeah. And then at the end of the rehearsal period, you're not going you crazy and you're not really stressed out and everyone's not getting sick because they're working too hard and they're stressed out and they're freaking out. You want to take the hard road that hopefully mm. gets easier mm. rather mm. than the yes, easy road that could well get harder. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, for me, it's about just making sure that every, every moment is honed. Yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. actually remember what your question was. But. My question was, I just want blood. I just want horror stories. Oh, the horror stories people, of shit. People um, fainting, yeah, yeah, giving yeah. up. You know, I want the horrible... Oh, shit. <laughs> no, no, um, but I'm just what, about, what have I got? What have I got? Okay. Well, I want I... names and I want, you know... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what? I can't... I honestly can't think... There's... Well, okay. There are... There's always... There, you're always going to come across actors who can't remember their lines. Yeah. And people do, that happens when people get older. Yeah. Um, and so there are, I have a number of stories where it's just like, well, fuck, this person's not going to, they're just not going to remember their lines. Yeah. And there are situations where they just don't. And 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 so it's horrific. Yeah. It's horrific. Yeah. Because it's horrific for them. It's horrific for the actors trying to, to work with connect them with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's horrific for the play because yeah. the pace is munted and it's all yeah. over the place. Horrific for the director because you're having a coronary every five minutes. Um, I had an I had a situation where my elderly actress um, in a play. We turned up to rehearsals and she was slurring her words. Mm, wow. She was slurring her words. And I was I was just like, Shirl, Shirley, are you okay? She's like, yes, of course I'm okay. And then she'd start again and she'd slur her words and then she'd slap her face. Come on, Shirl, she'd say. And I said, Shirl, <laughs> I'm taking you to the doctor. And she'd had a, she'd had a stroke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that was in the middle of rehearsals and so she had to go to hospital. One that she recovered from. from she and, did. Yeah, yeah. like a, She did. And I would go and sit with her in hospital and just um, run lines, do crosswords with her, whatever, and and she was able to do it. 
Wow. And yeah, she, yeah. but she was lovely because she said, "I understand if you need to replace yeah, me yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and everything." And and I and of course I was contact, yeah. contacting people and going, "Okay, this yeah. is the situation." Um, so how did how, how did that how does that work? Like I I you know you, you always know of like an understudy and stuff like that, but. Um, I guess since you're not prepared to give me the real horror stories, oh, sorry, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just thinking like, <laughs> what's the what's the like? Have you what's the latest someone could get called in on something, and has that happened? You know, like. Oh, it can happen. I mean, it can happen. Um, we've got okay horror stories. Um, the final day of a show, a Chekhov yeah. Cherry Orchard at Circa, yeah. the final day. Of a sold-out closing night, yeah, yeah. Sean Allen was walking along the beach in Paikakariki and along the cliff top and fell and seriously injured himself. Wow, yeah. And so we had a sold-out house. And so I can't believe, I can't believe this happened, but this, this stage manager, assistant stage manager, who was an intern from Fitirea or Welty yeah, or something, yeah was asked to fit in with a script um, and you know the first scene he's supposed to hand me a bunch of flowers or something he tries to hand me a script and kicks the bunch of flowers across oh the God. stage this you know this actor's supposed to play music to me with a yeah. guitar and was That's just not know, you've got a script. no he yeah. just wasn't yeah. and, and so, so there's <laughs> wow. stuff like that and but what happens like does that get communicated to the audience yes beforehand? absolutely that, that like, night Susan yeah, Wilson got up and, yeah. and explained the situation yeah. it was really naff though yeah that's that's very yeah, that's, rare for that yeah, sort of yeah, thing yeah. to happen. I'm just because I mean I'm I'm thinking about my own experience as someone who, you know, goes to half a dozen plays a year, sometimes more. So I've been to a few over the years, and I really can't think of, you know, hardly even a flubbed line when it comes down mm. to it. I did um, last year. I went to at Circa Dave Armstrong's play. Was it called Central? Yeah. Which I really liked, and we went to the opening night of that, and. Um, and I don't know if you saw, were there for this, but um, the actor comes walking in, like, uh, God, you know, li literally walking in as it starts, and he pours a glass of Pinot or whatever, because mm. it's and he's walking along, and he says something over his shoulder to the other actor on stage, it's just the two of them, and he walks, and he sits down, and he puts the glass down on a glass coffee table, and, and it's it smashes. Yeah, yeah, and he's left with the stem, so he can't put it down. And it was... Yeah, I, yeah, I mean it was kind of funny, but it was kind of not. Like, and you heard everyone gasp. Yeah. And it's like, oh god, how? And and they did the most amazing job recovering around yeah. that. They kind yeah. of looked at one another. She leapt up, went behind stage, which was like, um, you know, the kitchen that yeah. was off stage. Made out like, oh, I'll I'll just clean that clean up for you, like a Actors couple would do. Actors are amazing. Of course, of yeah. course. But it was yeah. just really cool to see that yeah. because you're going. And that's what's so great about live theatre, actually. Exactly, and it's but you it's everything, everything you were just saying about how no one really wants that because of what it can do yeah. to everyone else that's involved, as mm. well as the audience. But what they did was they made everyone go, fuck, you guys are good, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. And yeah. I think yeah. we were going to like it anyway and be impressed with them anyway. Mm. Mm. But certainly from my point of view, I went, fuck, I'm right into this. Like, yeah. you guys are real good, <laughs> you yeah. know? Well, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, you know, and that's I that toolbox thing that you're referring to. Like, you've got that shit in the back pocket. You hope, like, fuck, you never have to use it, hmm. but it's there. You can. And you can. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's absolutely right. 
Um, and I, you know, learning improv at at, at Toy for and things yes. like that, you kind of go, oh yeah. Again, some people are going to be better at it than others. Some yeah. people yeah. are, you know, their training is more strict, and they are serious dramatic actors, which mm. does not mean they can't improvise, but maybe they can't. Mm. Mm. And then mm. there are other people who, if improv is what they do, mm. then that's what they do yeah. and so when they yeah. get a chance to do it mm. you know yeah it can be very beneficial very helpful well that's right yeah. and that training can be beneficial yeah because yeah. you're able to just mix it up a little yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. i think you know like obviously obviously that was quite recent but i can't think of you know there's the odd time where you see someone kind of yeah that's right as i say flub a line but that's that's you know, we're human, human. that's we're life human. that's life theater that's again that's part exactly. of exactly exactly i sort of part of me goes to these things almost willing that something will go wrong. Mm. Just so that you can see how the actors so deal with it. So I can it. see how they can do it. But at, the, but at the same time, I'm obviously in my, you know, on my other shit, like it's like the cartoon. Like, I, hope, I hope they're going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I, want them. And I don't really want yeah, them yeah, to. Yeah, 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 and, yeah Which totally. is great to be that invested in, mm. in something, I guess, mm. which yeah, is, again, what, what you kind of want. Yeah. So you get a month to, month, five weeks to rehearse, mm-hmm. and yeah. then you take the stage. And... You know, you raised an interesting point with this, with that horror story of a guy hurting himself. Um, is these people need to look after themselves mm-hmm. um, to, you know, there's a certain match fitness, I imagine, as an actor, but they mm-hmm. need to look after themselves mm-hmm. vocally, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, their overall well-being. Yeah. They can't... Uh, <laughs> go out and get well, a black some people, eye. You know, there like, are some theatre companies and certainly yeah. television series, television yeah. companies, film companies who have clauses and yes. contracts where you can't go skiing yeah, or you yeah. can't actually leave the city or, yes. you know, yeah, go yeah, further yeah. than 200 yeah, kilometres yeah. away, whatever, um, yeah. because of all of those Cancel reasons. flights and things. Well, you know, yeah, exactly a lot. Like, yeah. Blind jet star. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and that, and that stuff must, you know, come up if not in your direct experience like it's ha- it happens because mm. you know yeah it's life yeah, well, it's <gasps> life we're humans um, so I was always amazed and again this just shows what an amateur I am around this stuff but like my friend Richard who you know who has, is an actor and, and has worked at Circa um, he the last time I saw him in something he, it was a really grim play, I can't remember what it was called, but it was a few years ago and it was great but really savage. Mm. And um, we were talking to him about it halfway through the season and he said, yeah, it's quite tricky at the moment because I'm also rehearsing for another play during mm. the day. Mm. And I just went, what kind of fucking crazy shit is that? Which, again, <laughs> if you want to work, this yeah. sort of thing happens, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. we go, wow, that can't be possible. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, like, if, uh, if you know, I, I don't think I've ever had to remember more than about, you know, eight lines in my life for something. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, if uh, my thinking is, God, how... You know, if all of that's going in during the day, all that other shit that you've learnt's just got to be, you know, it's got to go somewhere, and you're going to forget that shit. Mm, so mm, I'm amazed by that, and mm. I imagine you've you've done that plenty of times oh, too. You know, and I can't get my head around that. And people say, how do you how yeah, so how, how do you remember those? What like, do you deal? What what is the, what is the you know you've got all sorts of techniques and training and 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 just on the job experience, but what is it that makes that? Um, possible the first time that you are kind of double booked in that sense mm, mm. is that something you remember and go god how the fuck do I get through that or is it just actually exhilarating um 
Oh, look, it can be exhilarating. It can be really tiring. I, I, what I've done a couple of times is um, I have done a show in Wellington and rehearsed at night yeah. and then rehearsed during the day in Palmerston North. Right. So right. I have done a two-hour trip to yeah, yeah. do a show do a show, yeah. then do a two-hour trip back to Palmerston North, and then rehearse, and then do the same again every day. And um, I, I would be really reluctant to do it now mm -hmm. uh, because it's so tiring that you don't enjoy the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the time, I mean, I was young, and you know. Yeah, yeah. So you're hungry for the so thrill of it. So just like yeah, yeah, yeah. doing get, everything that I could possibly get, do. Get, yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and we don't get our lines mixed up, you know, from show to show. <laughs> you yeah. know, that's another question people ask. Yeah, like, yeah, how totally. do you not get the lines confused? You just don't. Yeah. You just don't. It's it's muscle memory. It's like it's like your doctor doesn't bring in the wrong yeah. fucking shot to give yeah. you. Well, maybe they do. Maybe, sometimes maybe they, they do. do. Sometimes they do. And, and maybe sometimes that's good. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it's how, just what you need. That's how we get the actors. Yeah, that's how we yeah. get the crazy people. <laughs> no, but you know, like... It's, it's, it is exactly that, isn't it? It's like, I, I have been asked before, how do you write something quickly? Well, you write something really quickly because you do it heaps. Yeah. The first time you don't, you, mm, mm, you, mm, you, mm. you agonise over it. Mm, and, mm. Um, and there are no correct answers. Sometimes the best piece you can write comes out in five minutes. Sometimes the best piece you can write exactly. takes all day. Exactly. Sometimes you think it's the best piece and it's awful. And then you read it the next day and go, yeah. what was that yeah. thinking? Yeah, and all of that. So I imagine, you know, it's 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 that sort of thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, what else do you want to tell me about what you do? Um, oh, wow. Um, I feel like we're going pretty well mm. around um, some of the, and I'm finding out lots, but what, what should I be asking you as someone who doesn't interview actors and theatre directors that often? Shit, you put me on the spot. I'm really just, I'm, I'm putting you on the spot. I'm, I'm doing, the, this is a technique. We learn in interviewing school. Yeah, yeah. Where, what do you um, want to I, talk about, I am John not, Key? I am, <laughs> I am buying some time I am, and I'm making it seem like if you no longer have anything to say, that's your fault. <laughs> For being an so, uninteresting person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I just want to, I just want to, I just, you know, you've been very good at talking to me about these crazy things I want to know about. Mm. I'm just thinking, what is there stuff you want to put out there, stuff that you want to have a discussion about, or stuff that you want to cite that you've done? Um, I guess for me, um, living in Wellington is really interesting at the moment. Yeah. Um, I really hope that this whole um, the arts capital thing yes. is... I really hope that Wellington starts to invest and indulge in the arts more than they have done in the last decade. It doesn't look like um, it though, does it? I read that thing about the Paramount. Oh, I know, you know that's really sad. That's thinking, really sad. I was thinking this is just another case of. It's another case, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah. And what's and what you know, like a lot of our film and television, most of our film and television has gone to Auckland, and yeah. a lot of actors have gone, and crew have gone, and, and all the advertising stuff's gone. Um, however, I've just recently started to get a few more voiceovers, um, and a few people are moving back to Wellington. Um, there's some exciting things that are about to happen um, at at Circa um, Theatre, um, and I just and with Justin Lester, I, he's yeah, really yeah. really keen to get the arts moving again. I think he really genuinely has um, t 
taken an interest in he's the artists the, of the He's system. been in the audience at the last three things I've been at yeah. at Circa. One of, the, one of them was the fucking pantomime. And yeah. I was just like, awesome. Well, he's like, got two little girls. Well, of course, just exactly. Going, but, I, but I'm just saying, like, that's awesome. I just mm. went, like, yeah, I, I like you being the mayor, yeah, you know. And I'm sure, like, the previous mayor some of them um, mm, went mm, mm. you know like yeah, as, as often think... as they could or whatever but I just I don't know much about him but I just um, he feels a little bit more genuine yeah I got and that, I got that from is, his but, kind you know? of demeanour at the show yeah. like he felt like he wanted to be there people were going up and talking to him and stuff yeah. and he obviously isn't going to tell them to get lost but he I could I could see how he was interacting with people and mm, he mm. didn't feel... It wasn't like an act. wasn't an act I, to be there, exactly. when he's yeah, at yeah, the yeah, theatre. Yeah. Um, he's yeah. really excited. And, and, and yeah. also, what's lovely about him is um, he comes and talks to you and, and, and seems really interested in, yeah. in how you feel about yeah. things, yeah. Yeah, which is really nice. Cause, so hopefully... Because, I mean, I feel like... I mean, you're someone who, yeah, I imagine thinks about this just about every day, but I feel like um, Wellington possibly rested on its laurels yes, a bit too long I feel. as this cultural capital. That's how I feel. I wonder I'm really how long, angry. Yeah, I don't I'm really how, angry with Wellington as a city for, for that very reason. I don't know what the fix is. I don't really, be beyond money, like, and I don't know where that comes from. Um, but I just often think, like, yeah, we, we aren't really um, even punching to our weight, you know? Like, we're not, we're not getting... Um, not getting it right, you know, and you go to things like Writers and Readers Week in Auckland and it's, you know, we have our own sort of version of that here or whatever, but it's a, it's a baby version and our own arts festival, which was a flagship, is under threat to become the baby version to Auckland's new one, you know, and they are... And it's that's not an it's not an anti Auckland thing. It's, it's not an anti Auckland thing at all. The fact just that like, there where is are we fucking up? Like, money where are we? going towards yeah. the arts in Auckland. That's right. It's really wonderful, and yeah. I am yeah. so thrilled. I'm so thrilled. Yeah. But I'm just sad that as uh, you know, at the very beginning well, of this start, exactly. interview, I said yeah. I'm a proud Wellingtonian, and, and I also, am. And also, you know, I'm remembering like that when you when you really got into acting here. And I oh, love just after the vibrancy. That, so, that, that was Exciting. so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and, and uh, you know, um, obviously, Downstage Theatre went a while ago. Had a playhouse still operates. Uh, mm. I, don't, I don't know the ins and outs of that, but I do know I went to a, a shitload of cool things at Downstage as well. I should say, and mm. obviously, Bats and, and Ross Jolly at Circa. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, a lot of people were like. Oh, so Suki, you must be really pleased. The downstage is closed. And Ross Jolly well, said, well, the thing is... This is a loss. When for... downstage was full, yeah. Circa was full. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And for me, I think that Wellington was a bit confused as to which, you know, who's closed yeah. down? What theatre? Yeah. Is all, all theatre closed down yeah. in Wellington? You <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, yeah. You know, because people, the GP, yes. um, you know, if they're not well informed, they don't know. Yeah. They don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. It's thick. It's just that they don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and... Uh, yeah, well, and you guys, the, the thing with those theatres, when the two of them were operating at their, probably at their peak mm, in, the, in, mm. the, in the 90s and into the early 2000s, you know, like, you'd see, no, no one had the exclusive rights. You'd see the directors and actors switching yeah. around, being at, you know, yeah. being yeah. at each other's theatres, in the audience too, oh, you know, yeah. you always see, you know, because I always spot Ross or Ray at, you know, they're well-known people when you're yes. in the theatre yes. and you always spot them in the audience mm. Mm. at other theatres, mm. you know, yeah. as well as yeah. Circa. You know, they're always just, at Fats or... Yeah. You know. Now, the other question I actually had for you around directing was, um, 
as you know, I, I wonder if this varies, and I imagine it varies person to person. I don't know if it varies show to show, but when you're a director and the show goes on, some idiot like me would think, um, <laughs> and okay, the director's work is done. Now, that's not true at all, but how often do you go to it? Are you there every night? Do you have no, a minimum no. require? You know, I, how does that work? I don't, I don't, I personally don't go every night because yeah. I just. As an actor, yeah. I I don't like the director yeah, coming yeah. every night. Yeah. Um, so I like to let I like to hand over the show. And do to, you let them know that you're going to be there the night? Oh, you're going to be sometimes, there? sometimes it depends. Yeah. It depends on the cast, actually. Yeah. You know, if there yeah. are people there that I feel like I need to catch out, or yeah. you know, like like student actors or something mm-hmm. like that, then um, then I will just go, you know, go in without telling them. But but generally, I'm I'm pretty open. I'm a You're very open night because you want to you want to you want to get your flowers and your chockies and, and whatever. Night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I might go a couple of nights later. You're there at the um, close. Then once a week, maybe. Yeah. You know, it depends. It absolutely mm. depends. Staggered on the days and yeah. things like that, if you can. Yeah, and also yeah. if I'm working on another project, and then yes. I just go when I can. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I give notes. I do give notes. Um, um, and of course, I I directed the national tour of Greece yes. at the end of last year. Yeah, yeah. And I was in that. Yeah, I was and just so, going to say what happens when you're in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, well, actually, every night, but what happens as a director? Like, well, that was my first experience yeah. of directing and being in something, and um, it was only a small role, thank yeah. God, because it's actually bloody hard. Yeah, I bet. it's really hard. And I actually, you know, the first three nights of the season, I was. I was bluffing, man. I was, yeah. I was just, I was just doing. I mean, you know, I was working it, but bluffing it. Um, and I didn't create a character until about three nights in because I <laughs> yeah. was like, I hadn't yeah. thought about it really, yeah. because it was so huge. Um, but yeah, every night I was there every night, and I would be on the side of the stage randomly. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'd just listen backstage, or sometimes there were screens backstage because it was the tour, so we were in a different theater just about every night. Um, yeah, and people just got used to me giving random nights or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And people are generally open to it. Yeah. Mm. Um, what um, particular have you got sort of passion projects that you haven't been able to realise, or that are you? Know, I mean, no one wants to talk about um, things that didn't work out. But have you got things on your mind that you'd like to bring to Wellington that you haven't yet been able to, or that you've? Oh, um. I usually not not really actually. Um, there have been a couple of things that I, you know, I've pitched to Circa and I've ended up doing. You know, like Midsummer, um, play with songs by David Gregg, and of course, like I said, all last year with, about Frida Kahlo. That was a big, big passion project. Um, I'm I'm really excited about the fact that later in this year, later on this year, I will be um, directing Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I've always wanted to do. Yeah. So, and that's for a national tour again. Yeah. Um, and I'm apparently in that as well, so it's going to be interesting. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I, I guess it's, it, for me, it's a little bit year by year. I don't yeah. like have something that I really want to do. Um, it's more, and it's, again, it goes back to that survival as well. Yeah, like, yeah. like, I'm constantly thinking of, of some, of a, of a show that, that should sell a show that will be awesome a show that I'll be good at um, a show that's an event a show that's got a gimmick you yeah. know all that sort of stuff yeah. and how and how can I do it um, really well um, at Circa or um, with limited whatever and at this place with with um, you know um, with an enormous amount of whatever and you know it's it's 
it's a it's a juggling act, I guess, because yeah. every everything's different and every place is different. A few years ago, circa probably ten years ago ish, again, um, there was a bunch of uh, over about a two year span. There was a bunch of Neil LeBute plays. Oh yeah, um, they were great. First I was in all, Fat Pig. You were in Fat Pig. This is where yeah. I'm, go I'm going somewhere with this. First of all, I was going to say they were great. I think I went to all of them because mm. I'm because I'm a fan. Good writer. Um, he's he's great, and um, I I kind of secretly hope that because he's still producing stuff and there's so much stuff that he's done, I sort of secretly hope they'll bring some more back and maybe they won't. Yes, I we haven't done anything for a while, but I think. I, I directly wanted to reference the, the play Fat Pig, which obviously was, I thought, great. So but, good, eh? But possibly challenging for some people or whatever, mm. I don't know, as all of his stuff is. Mm -hmm. um, I, we went to a... a, 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 a what do you call it, not a screening, we went to a play, a, yes. a show mm -hmm. and of that, a showing of that, it might have been the opening night and um, they do the um, question and answer thing sometimes yes, afterwards. Yes, yes. the forums. And the forums where you guys will sit on stage yeah. and people ask questions and you, you answer them and um, I was sitting quite close to the front and something came up about because in the, in the play Fat Pig, uh, remind me of it, there's Two women and two guys, basically. Yeah, basically. And you played a character that's quite horrible. Yes. Um, although that's, you know, you need more information with Neil bit because I was going to say that's pretty much all of his characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what so The lead guy fell in love with a woman who his, was large. Yeah, and his mates... Mate, ridiculed jumped, him ridiculed and couldn't him. understand. Yeah. Could what not he saw understand this woman. why he was in love with her. Yeah, and they were, uh, they were... And born. I was an ex of the, of, of him, of, that's of right. the, you know... Yeah, 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 I was, just, I was trying to remember where you, exactly where your character yes, fit in, but that's yes. right. And so I and was really, I was, so I, were, just, I couldn't work out why he was in love with her either. You were taking it When I was that hot. Yeah, 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 <laughs> It was yeah. a few years ago. Yeah. No, 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 but what a, <laughs> now, because, uh, this, I'm building this up, but, um... I know, because I have, I think I've mentioned this on one other podcast, this this particular thing that happened, but I've never done this before. Like, uh, when I'm sitting watching a show or something, like, I'm never a person that wants to ask a question. I'm interested in other people's questions, but I don't really want to ask a question. Yeah, I understand. And, yeah. and, you know, and, and you know, hopefully, as you realise, I don't mind talking, but I don't really like talking in that sort of situation. So I'm sitting back, and I think I remember... At one other circuit thing, I did actually ask a question, and so I don't know what it was. But then when we're doing, when we're watching that forum at the end of Fat Pig, one of the actors, one of the guys, said something, and then he made some reference to to your character, and I just blurted out, "But she's horrible," and I I basically blurted it out, and I reckon it's a real compliment to your acting in that oh, way because yes. I just I just looked at you for that moment and I you know I'm someone who goes to a bunch of theatre and I have written about it yeah. but at that moment I actually looked at you and all I could see was the character even though we were just dissecting it afterwards yeah, 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 and yeah. I just blurted out but she's horrible or but you're horrible and my wife gives me a big elbow on the ribs like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> like, you know I've got to walk out of here with yeah. you chub and uh yeah, that stuck with me for a long time. So mm. I just wanted. It's one to... of my favourite roles, actually. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, really fun. And you guys play. were all really good. Oh, it? Like yeah. it was so good. And and I feel like I mean, obviously, it's again probably a no-brainer to say this, but I feel like particularly with his works, everyone has to be good for them to work. Mm -hmm. And in a weird sort of way, because he tends to do like 
you know, not many characters usually, mm-hmm. and it, and this and it's dialogue heavy. Yeah. So even the slightly lesser or supporting characters, they got they usually got quite a lot of lines. Yeah. So I feel like everyone's got to nail their yeah. shirt. Yeah. Which and again, hit the layers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, hopefully, I guess in a good world, at any show, everyone's nailing it. But you, you know what I mean. There's, mm-hmm. there's no real way to slack mm-hmm. off with mm-hmm. that stuff. Mm-hmm. It it really pulls at you. Yeah. As, a, as an audience member, so I imagine it does as a performer. Yeah, no, that was an amazing play for that very reason. I, you know, it really, people talked about it a lot yeah, afterwards, you know, stuck around and talked and, yeah. you know. It's yeah. really interesting, those plays. Yeah. Those plays where you walk out and there's all these people there discussing and yeah. wanting to talk to you about Stuff, yeah. you know, yeah, 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 and, yeah. and, and crying and, and arguing, and it's so it's, that, that's what yeah. is awesome about theatre, yeah, exactly. So, long may it, uh, <laughs> so you, yeah. what, what, what do you, what do you do if it all, it's not going to all fall away in Wellington, is it? Circus, circus, um, well no. established, that's no, got, it can't, it it, I know it can't, and it won't, but I mean, circus doing well, it's in the sense that people go, mm, 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 you know, mm, people mm, turn mm, up. I but people need to go, yeah. people need to go, yeah. and they need to go and see Hand to God, which yes. is my next project, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with the possessed puppets, and puppets who have sex. Um, <laughs> so you'll love it, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, I want to know why you, why did you think I would like it, because you messaged me and said... Yes, I did, I did. I think maybe even before we set I, this up. It's not the puppet sex that I, but I think okay. you will love the puppet sex. Yeah, I yeah. think you will, that will be the cherry on top for you. Right. But I think it's, <laughs> this play, even though, it, you know, the, the, the gimmick, mm. and it's a fucking awesome gimmick, yeah. is the puppets. Yeah. Um, it's, it, but it's a human story. There's humans, there's all these humans, but there's puppets as well. Yeah. Um, but what I think you'll love, and I think that thinking Wellingtonians will love, um, is... The whole story around how f- fucked up humans are, yeah, and how um, because this puppet is possessed, so he's possessed by the devil, yeah, and so um, it looks at the fact that we're surrounded by the devil. We're all, we're all, we've all got the devil inside us, but the devil is to blame, and society has created that whole thing, yeah, of yeah. of the devil. It's the devil that is to yeah. blame. It's not us. It's you know, and I think that. It's an American play yeah. um, set in a small town in Texas, yeah. in a um, in a in a church um, basement um, at a puppet, you know, Christian puppet school, um, and I think that you'll just really get off on the human story, the human stories, because it's pretty, it, it's absolutely hilarious. Like I just sit in rehearsals, holding my hand up to my face, yeah. but but it's also horrific because these humans are so lost and yeah. so troubled. Yeah. And that, but they're just human. Yeah. Yeah. I was hearing a lot of stuff about the devil and I was going, like, why did you think this, you know, appealed to me? Like, why did you, why do you want me, you know? I was going, where are you I, going with this? And, no, I just think you'll really enjoy it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. And, um, you know, this this feels like such a real cliche thing to say, but where we were going just before that, which we could, we could sort of side off on, is... Wouldn't you agree, like, you know, it feels like, I, you probably think it always feels like the right time for this, but maybe it's because I I feel a bit more like I've reconnected with theatre, with going to theatre mm. more, re- again, recently. Because I, I, I really like reading scripts, and I imagine not many people do, unless no, they want I don't even like reading yeah, scripts. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, it probably is the sort of collector instinct in me, so I will go and get a script if I've seen a play that I liked, I want to then examine the words 
Um, but I'll also read scripts of plays I haven't even seen in the hope that one day I will. Wow. Whatever. Like I've, wow. yeah, I've got like a pretty big collection of them. And um, so, uh, but I would think that like, uh, that, wouldn't you say we need theatre more than ever these days? Like it's mm, a mm, great, mm. you know? And what's for, so great for about... For many reasons. I don't just mean politically, but I'm thinking like in this whole sort of era of communicating with people via messaging without seeing them it's, there's a real buzz about going and watching mm. people yeah. interact and having that situation as sometimes happens where people stick around afterwards and yeah. want to talk about it yeah. and want to meet the people mm. but it isn't even just about that it isn't even about meeting someone because they were in a play it's just about the connection with yeah. you've, you've sat watching them present something and with people and with other people collectively yeah. a group of you have sat and experienced the same thing which yeah. is different every night yeah um and also, and what's so different great? responses exactly. to it? No and doubt. And one medium that we can be honest. Yeah. You know, we can be way more honest than any other medium in the world. You know, we can actually be political and say what people are thinking. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, so that's it's really important that we hold on to that real tight, <laughs> real tight. Yeah. So what do you? What did you give the running dates for? I mean, oh, people are going to Google the city way if 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 they want to go to the show if they haven't already. But did you say it's on? Um, from the 22nd of April. It's yeah. it's also part of the Comedy Festival. Ah, perfect. And it's called Hand to God. Yeah, and it's um, at Circa. Yeah, it's at Circa. Um, and it's on for four weeks. Yeah, um, so through to, towards the end of May. Yeah, yeah. And we've got um, a preview on the 21st and the 23rd, and that's like cheaper tickets on those two nights. Yeah. So if people want to get in first. And five, four, five, six nights a week? What is it? Four yep, nights? six nights a six. week. Yep, right. so 6.30 uh, Tuesday to Thursday, um, 8 p.m. Friday and Saturday, and 4 p.m. on Sundays. Perfect. Hey, should we leave it there? Yeah, why not? Thanks very much. No worries. Okay.